This is Leafs Game Night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. The Leafs live here. Back into the corner for Nyes. Nyes back in the net for Tavares. Tavares coming out. Sends it in. Oh, they score! They score! Holy Mackinac! They score! Morgan Riley! Mo, Mo, Mo Riley! The Leafs have won it! They're going to the second round! Do you believe this? Holy Mackinac! What do we do now? That's classic Ralphie right there. <laughs> two one, <laughs> two one. The Leafs win in overtime over Tampa. Oh my! So uh, you know, get ready for a radio first. I mean, I don't know that uh, a post game like this has ever happened in, in Leaf history. Uh, just because uh, you know, 19 years ago we were all in other jobs, and uh, Frankie was uh, you know on his bicycle. He was 10 years old. You know, <laughs> I was I, in I, the streets, Jimmy. <laughs> I had my flag. We were we were going around honking our horns. I feel like Ron Burgundy or not Ron. <laughs> Burgundy in uh, Will Ferrell. What's that mean? I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry to hear that guy. Uh, and I, I still had a TV career, so it's a long time, Ralphie. <laughs> and you're lying there. What do we do now? It's classic. We got some minutes to fill here. What do we do now? Well, we sit back, uh, have a, a couple of beverages tomorrow night, and watch the Boston Bruins and Florida Panthers go to Game oh. Seven. So, the, I mean, that uh, that'll be interesting. Obviously, Florida wins. The Leafs host the Panthers. And of home ice advantage, uh, Boston wins, and it's what everybody expected that uh, you know the Leafs would not only have to get past Tampa in the first round, but Boston in the second. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm looking forward to watching LA and in uh, Edmonton tonight as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this was a, a wild, and we've just got a, an announcement here from the city of Toronto. John Tavares has been proclaimed the mayor of Toronto, and uh, the 50 candidates can go home now. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, I think Bonesy had him as the mayor of Toronto long before this goal. So, what's he doing about bike lanes, though? That's what I really want to know. <laughs> well, the, first the, time, long time. Yeah, they, uh, they may be closed. They may be closed on the parade route, Frankie. But we'll uh, we'll wait. We'll wait some time uh, to be able to say that. But you know, certainly. Um, you know, you win three overtime games in a playoff series. On the road. Uh, yeah, and it's pretty incredible. And uh, I guess it was Lance Hornby that had the tweet that um, the last time the Leafs played three over, played three overtime games on the road in a playoff series was in 1978 when Lanny McDonald won the only overtime game for the Leafs, and that was in Game 7. Bossy and Nystrom had scored for the Islanders earlier in the series. So from a Leafs standpoint, um uh, you know, again, long stretches, and I heard you guys talking in the intermissions as well, uh, where Tampa just seemed to, to dominate the Leafs. The Leafs had trouble getting the puck out of the zone. Um, the, the Tampa defense were so good at coming down the wall and suffocating the Leafs. That eventually led to the goal by Steven Stamkos that tied it after Matthew Nyes couldn't pry it out. Um, you know, but the Leafs, uh, I, I know Sheldon Keefe is probably going to say it 400 times more after this game tonight. We stuck with it. I like the way we stuck with it, and uh, sticking with it is the way the Leafs have been able to advance to round two. I think that's my biggest takeaway, Ralphie, because everyone seems to talk about right now what seems different about this team. 
And there's a lot that's going on on the ice that you can say seems a little different. Like, they're pretty happy. They're pretty content playing a boring game, playing in a low-scoring game. But that's the thing I keep coming back to, and I think Sheldon Keefe nailed it when he says they're sticking with it. They're not getting frustrated by the fact that Tampa Bay played a suffocating kind of neutral zone game. Vasilevsky found his game. The stuff after the whistle, you name it. It just seemed like it didn't phase this team the way it was in the past. And you know what you never had outside of game? Game one, you never had that one implosion where it, it was like the game got away from them. They, they kept everything so close, so manageable, so within reach, and it was really impressive to see this group because all they talk about is maturity and learning the lessons, and we can finally say that we saw the lessons being applied. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you've got to give the additions a lot of credit for that as well, that, um, you know, Ryan O'Reilly – uh, you know, doesn't score in this game, but I, I think he was such a key addition. Um, it, you know, there you, you've got to give some credit to the new guys, but Austin Matthews scores in a deciding game as well, and there's always been some criticism um, for the top players not being able to get it done in important games. So, yeah, there were, um, there were a lot of positive steps, um, you know, even in the game. You know, part of you thought uh, going into game six that, that it could be a route for Tampa. You know, that they, they could win a game 5-1 or 6-1 and just steamroll the Leafs uh, with the energy in the crowd. But uh, the Leafs never really allowed them, even though at times Tampa dominated offensive zone uh, play. Uh, the Leafs never really allowed the game to uh, to get out of hand. They Even after giveaways, they what I really liked was how they battled, the one-on-one battles behind the net, in the corners. Um, even though there were some flaws in the game, like there are in every game, I think you love the fact that uh, everybody had their their hard hat on and was going to work. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, there's a, there's a number of things here. You know, the three wins in the road, the three overtime wins on the road, uh, the performance of Samsonoff in a, in a must-win game, uh, the grit, uh, the new guys. I mean, there's you don't want to you don't want to project it forward, but there's a lot of things in a positive nature. They end this series with to carry forward. We don't know what the the next round or, or the next story is. But it's it's nice to have that kind of a positive push, isn't it? Yeah, and I you know I I think through this as well. Um, you never saw them you know getting too far ahead of themselves. That after they lose game one at home and the manner they did it, there didn't seem to be any panic. They respond in game two, and then uh, you know losing game five, and, and we knew going into game five, if the Leafs lose game five, here it comes again. You know the inability to close. They had Montreal three one and couldn't close, and here they're going to do it again. So. Um, you know, they're, uh, you, you can say that, um, you know, the players block it out. They don't listen to it, but they know it's there. And, um, that's what I think, uh, was maybe one of the things that kept Tampa going was, you know what, we, we might be playing a team that gets um, more timid and more worried and more nervous as the series goes on. Ralphie, you always tell me you, you remember a lot of things. Actually, I think you I say you I remember a lot of stuff. I don't remember saying that, Frankie. I, <laughs> so so let me bring you back to last year okay because last year game seven i believe it's game seven steven stamko scores a goal and alex kerfoot he's there but he's not quite there to block the shot if you know what i mean like he's standing there but it's almost like he didn't really want to put his body on the line to block that fast forward this year and the amount of block shots from everyone in the lineup, whether it was Kerfoot, whether it was McCabe, whether it was Austin Matthews, TJ Bro, the list 
list goes on and on. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen this team have such a conscious effort to make sure that they blocked everything they possibly could tonight. Yeah, and, and don't get mad at me, Frankie, but Nick, Nick Paul scored both goals for Tampa in Game 7 last year. So it was Game 5. Game 5. Thank you. Thanks for the... I told you, Ralphie, you remember stuff. Yeah. Hey, such up, Ralphie. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There was... uh, I mean, there isn't anybody that you said that they seemed timid or that they were unwilling to engage. And and yet, um, you know, they, in fairness, they probably went through six games uh, where they they weren't overly dominant, you know, outside of game two, which, uh, and you'll remember, Marner scored in the power play in the first minute, then Tampa came back with the next eight shots before the Leafs got their traction again. Uh, but other than game two, um, you know, you, you could feel that the Leafs hadn't quite peaked yet, that they hadn't quite got to the point that, uh, that we saw at times during the regular season. And uh, that's something you hope that going forward, and, and this might be a huge boost in confidence for them to finally win a series uh, that we're going to see it, that they are going to get better as this goes on. I mean, certainly the uh, the number of times that they, they weren't able to get the puck out of their own zone, um, you know, like we talked about during the broadcast as well, and it did cost them in the third period. Um, you know, those are things that, that you hope they can clean up and they can adjust to and um, be a better counter team uh, because of it. So now they've got the positive reinforcement of understanding what it takes to win a series. Uh, the fan base, when when they get home, will will tell them that everything's good. Uh, and and the handshake line. I know you and and Bonesy talked about it. Uh, as I watched it, it was. Uh, I mean, it was it was legitimizing. Is the is the, uh, the I guess the best way to describe it. And emotionally, it was just uh, fun to watch guys get the pat on the back. You don't know what they're saying, but but I have to believe that that when anybody from Tampa shakes your hand and says, you know, you got a good team, you're going to go places. That that is uh, the elixir of life, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, the, to, to me, I, I just loved it where uh, you've got guys, especially, you know, St. Patrick Maroon and Luke Shen, who, yes, they, you know, they, they won a cup together, they're friends, uh, but you would never know it when they were on the ice as they were, they were chirping each other, going back and forth. And to see that sort of uh, melt your heart, and, and I'm going to be honest, my, my first response was, you know, I thought I'm, I should give my ex-wife a hug, you know. <laughs> that's a good you idea know, Ralphie. Yeah. Um, you know i just let bygones be bygones you know there were winners and losers let's let it go yeah you know who else needs a hug <laughs> Ilya samsonov after that performance he was he was unbelievable and coming out of game five where there might have been a little concern oh man he's not getting up quickly after getting down he was swimming in the net and all that was legitimate. Man, did he have a performance tonight. Like on the, Those were critical penalty kills for the Leafs, and Samsonov was a big part of that. I thought Stamkos was able to get his one-timer off a few more times than the Leafs probably would have liked. And every time it went over there, boom, there was Samsonov. He was big. He was square. He made it look really easy tonight. Yeah, and, and you know what? He, uh, uh, I mean, he went through stretches and games in Tampa as well, uh, games three and four. Uh, where where he looked like he was fighting the puck so badly the first half of the game, and then the reason they're able to come back is he looks like, um, you know, Bernie Perron in the second half, you know, mm-hmm. where they they just can't get it past him, and um, you know that that was always the old uh, theory with Grand Fear. They said, you know what, he may give up three goals to make it seven six, but he won't give up the seventh one to tie the game, and and Samsonov seemed to have that, and and where you you really have to admire him. Um, 
you know, that he, he was able, I don't want to say flip a switch, uh, but able, the Leafs get to a point where, you know, they can't give up another goal. Like the, the game four where they're down 4-1 into the third period, and he's perfect. He was perfect late in the second period and into the third, and uh, and obviously leads them to three overtime wins on the road. So that's what I like the most about him. And, and let's not forget, I mean, the big talk, remember, before Matt Murray got hurt, saying, boy, would you ever consider just playing Matt Murray on the road and Ilya Samsonov at home because Samsonov has bad numbers on the road? Well, give him credit because he uh, he was a big part of all three wins in, in Tampa. And if there were any questions that goaltending was going to be a problem for Toronto, uh, when the key times were there, um, you know, Samsonov, I guess, saved for maybe the goal, uh, the 2-1 goal in, uh, in Game 5. Uh, save for that, Ilya Samsonov is as big a reason if not one of the top three reasons that the Leafs win this series. I mean, it's just so many positives come out of this. Uh, I don't, you know, again, as I said before, we don't know where it goes, but, but I mean, it was, it was a team answer. There were some great individual performances, but it's on everybody, isn't it? Yeah, it's, um, you know, and give Sheldon Keefe credit. Um, you know, to, deciding to go with uh, the 11 and 7, 11 forward 7D in this game. Uh, if it doesn't work, uh, you're going to be criticized for it. Um you know, but it, it paid off, so you've got to give Sheldon Keefe some kudos as well. Ralphie, again, I really appreciate you hanging around. I think you had more fun tonight than some of the other hangarounds. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're going to open the phone line, so if you want to call back, you can. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> if we can uh, somehow erase Joe's singing from our uh, memories, that. Uh, that oh, that's going to that linger. Video. Yeah. <laughs> One yeah. way or the other, I, that's going to linger. Uh, like I said, to be honest, that uh, at the time that he did it, it uh, sounded like the Eagles harmonizing. You know, with, uh, yeah. uh, at the moment he did it, so I was a little, uh, little blinded by it. But uh, certainly for Joey and I, uh, you know, have you know, go back to Joe Newendike scoring two first period goals on Patrick Aleem back in 2004, oh. the last time the Leafs advanced out of the first round. So yeah, that was. Uh, Music to my ears, because uh, we certainly weren't singing songs in the last 19. Well, as you and I can attest, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, thanks, boys, and look forward Thank to you. round two with you. Yeah, you, absolutely. Ralphie. Thank you. Uh, so the numbers, we're going to open up the phones because everybody wants to celebrate. And Wow, we're as, doing as, it, Jimmy. We've been as, talking as, about it for such a long time, and we're well, finally doing it. We're opening the phone lines. What a great day. A post-game show like never before, really. So the local number is 416-870-1050, toll-free 1-855-591-6876. Let's hear from you. This is Leafs Game Night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. Leafs Game Night, Jim Taddy and Frank Corrado with you. And the Leafs win 2-1 in Tampa in overtime. And go on to the next round. Who they play will be decided tomorrow night when the Bruins and Panthers square off in Game 7. The numbers to call in are 416-870-1050, 19 years since the Leafs have crushed the first round. Let's uh, get caller number one, Chris, driving to Perry Sound. Chris, welcome in. What do you think? Yes, guy. Yes, guys. Yes, guys. <laughs> right? who's, Jimmy, who's your daddy tonight? Who's your daddy? <laughs> right? Gentlemen, Chris, you know you've, you've been waiting a while. It's only the beginning, my friend. Samsonov, <laughs> a hero tonight. We need more of it. God bless you both. Jesus loves you, buddy. Let's go, guys. Yes, guy. Okay. <laughs> Chris pretty well summed it up there, didn't he? 
Exactly. That's uh, that's what my phone looks like right now. I got all those messages that Chris just said in text message form. Half of them are from Al's brother, and the half are from everyone else that I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at the content that comes out of this. It was supposed to be Morose Monday or Fear, Fear Stricken Monday, and now it's Celebration Monday. Magnificent Monday, Jimmy. That's what it is. Yes, and and I think right. a lot of people right now don't even know what to say other than how about the yes, opportunity <laughs> that lies ahead? Well, yes, guy, for sure. Wow, but that, how about the opportunity? Yeah. It's, it's hard not to get excited about what's ahead for this team. Once you get the monkey off your back, like that was a huge weight that these guys were carrying around, and now they've broken through it. That was a three-ton boulder. Uh, and, you know, so I keep saying this. You win three games in the road in overtime. Um, that story, to me, doesn't end after a round. I, I like what happened there. Let's bring in Nick from Markham. Nick, welcome aboard. And how, how are you celebrating tonight, guy? Oh, man, I'm good. We uh, we just went out went out for the game. Yeah, it was a great game to watch, and I can't believe they won. <laughs> uh, what did you do when the overtime goal went in? Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. We, I was watching with my girlfriend, and we just both jumped up and down and uh, screamed together. It was unreal. Woo! Yeah, go Leafs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hurt. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think? Years, what, what, they, not, wait, do you go, can you go back 19 years? Um, I was young. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was uh, almost a toddler 19 years ago. Wow. Wow. Nick, what about, like, what do you have to say right now? I feel like a lot of Leafs Nation is in shock. Like, they don't know what to say. They don't know what to feel. Like, the, those are the messages I'm getting. Is that how you feel? 100%. It's, uh, it's almost a good feeling to not be disappointed after uh, a playoff stretch where they, where they end up messing it up. But this time they ended up pulling it together and winning. So, very good. How tense was it for you tonight? Oh, I was really hoping they wouldn't go to overtime, but after after seeing what they did in the series where they won the other two games in overtime, I was confident going in they would win. Wow. Okay, uh, thanks very much, Nick, and enjoy your celebration. Yeah, thank you. Go Leafs, go. Absolutely. Yeah. 416-870-1050 is the uh, local number. 1-855-591-6876 is the toll-free number. Robbie from Etobicoke. Welcome, Robbie. What do you think? There he is. Uh, parade. We're going to the parade, boys. Wow. Let's not get hasty. I said all along, it's not the same team we had. Three editions. Absolutely. Three editions. Nice. We had a different team, buddy. Absolutely. Are you, well, are you the guy that calls in on first up, Rob? I'm sorry? Do you call in on first up? Yes. Wake up, Woodbridge. Yes, I knew that. I knew that voice, Jimmy. Got a, this guy, yeah. he is a he is a passionate fan, and I knew right from the trade deadline. Listening to this guy call in, wake up, Woodbridge. He's been behind this team for a long time. He's fired up. Uh, sounds like Robbie. You've been celebrating since the trade deadline. I got a blue Harley, Maple Leaf blue Harley, and I'm gonna drive it to the parade. <laughs> okay. My back and, and see if you can fit Carlo and AK on the back of your Harley with you. Okay, I'll put one on my shoulders and one on the back. <laughs> I'd put uh, Carlo in the back if I were you. Boys, this is a different okay. team. 
It sure, sure is. Uh, Robbie, thanks very much. Enjoy. Okay. God bless and uh, will it and want it. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's bring in Jacob from Toronto. Jacob, welcome aboard. And your thoughts on the win tonight by the Leafs? Yes, guy. I'm really living right now. Oh, my <laughs> days. 14 years old, headed downtown right now. Born in 2008, four years after we made the last Stanley Cup playoff first round. Oh, my goodness. Let's go, boys. I think that's amazing. <laughs> Jimmy, think about yeah. this. This kid's 14 years old. He's heading downtown. He could have been a Penguins fan for Crosby. could have been a Capitals fan because of Ovechkin. And he chose to be a Leafs fan through some of the darkest days. Now he gets to celebrate going to the second round. Well, I'm happy oh, for him. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely livid, boy. Let's go. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. That's a keeper, Jacob. Thanks very much. Be careful thank out there. You. Thank you. Thank All right, let's you. bring in let's bring in Stavros. Uh, Stavros, how okay. are you today, sir? What do you What do you think? I'm happy that the Leafs won Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay won so many cups. So I'm happy the Leafs are going to win, go to the second second round, and I want the Leafs to go for Florida Panthers. Boston is too good, but I want Florida Panthers with Toronto. You think the Leafs could beat Boston if they play them in the second round? I don't think so. I I think they're going to play with Philadelphia. I mean, with Florida Panthers. If they play with Boston, they got to be tough. The Leafs. Okay. Well, yeah, Stavros, you've been around for a while, so you yeah. all, you remember yeah. all the pain, don't you? I remember Steve Stavros when he had uh, Maple, uh, Maple Leaf Gardens, and he did a good job bringing Pat Burns and all the coaches. Yeah. What do you think of the coach Sheldon Keith? You think he did a good job throughout this series? He did a good job, and a co- and a, and a, uh, I call the goaltender was good, and all the players are good, and I'm happy that they got. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah Ryan O'Reilly. Excellent. Yeah, Ryan O'Reilly. They're good, okay. and I want them to win the Stanley Cup all the way. Yeah, I, I, th- I think there's a crowd there. This place is going to go crazy, and I'm, I'm happy. Jim Taddy, I know yeah. you're from City Pulse. Oh, wow. You're you're almost as old as I am. Yes, yes. I'm, you know how old I am? I'm 57. Oh, yeah. We're about the same age. <laughs> I, I, still listen, I still listen to you guys, but I like your station a lot. Okay? Thanks very much, buddy. Okay, Enjoy your night. All the way. They're going to go all the way. Okay, we've got it recorded. We're going to play this back. Let's bring in Adam from Mississauga. Adam, welcome. Your thoughts on the Leafs win in the first round? Oh, I couldn't be more excited. I knew they would do it in Tampa. I knew it would be an away game win. I had a feeling and they, they put it away in game three and four, so I knew they could do it again. I was there uh, I was there for the collapse during the, uh, the Boston game. I was there at Maple Leaf Square. I've never seen a more embarrassed group of people of oh, no. happy to completely downtrodden and oh i needed this I have you been did. back to maple leaf square since or are you staying away uh i think i've been once or twice but i, I gotta admit uh i haven't uh i had to, to to bury my feelings for the leafs a little bit after that but uh <laughs> this is, so this did taddy it's it. okay you guys are in the same boat <laughs> yeah Oh, Did you have yeah. to hide your your team gear? <laughs> yeah, I'm here with my cousin Matthew. We're both. Uh, he's he's stuck by them. He hasn't uh, 
he hasn't tired out. He's he's uh, he's putting the work. He's watched all the games. He's he's not a bandwagoner like me, so he deserves it even more than I do. Let's go, Lee. Uh, going yeah, that's great. Year. Thanks, thanks, Adam. Take care. No thanks, guys. Bye. Now, our next on the list, uh, Camillo from Stratford. Camillo, how are you? Boys, can I get a whole Everything... Mackinac? No, well, I, I don't do that. I can, that. I, That's trademark. I, I can only give you a, I can, a yes guy. How's that? Yes guy. I just want to talk <laughs> about the culture and how different it feels going into this playoff round. Um, I said to my girlfriend going into the overtime, we needed one lucky bounce. How many times over the last seven years have we said, you know, the other team gets the lucky bounce. We finally got the lucky bounce, and here we are going to round two. The lucky bounce, but a lot of hard work, right? For sure, for sure. But how many times have we been on the other side of the stick where we oh, don't yeah. get the lucky bounce? You know, game seven's against Boston, against Montreal. They get the lucky bounce, and here we are. Finally got that one lucky bounce, and we're going to round two. Well, and how about winning three games on the road, three games in overtime? Like, when was like did you ever think – this Leafs team would win games like that in the playoffs? I felt that they felt more comfortable playing on the road going into this playoffs. I was not happy that we had home ice advantage, even though I knew we had game seven in our back pocket. But I knew tonight they had to close it out tonight because the pressure I felt was more on Tampa than it was on Toronto, and it, we avoided that going into game seven. Do you care who the, who the Leafs play in the next round? It doesn't matter. It, it honestly doesn't matter. I like that. Th- thanks yeah. for calling. I really appreciate that. Yes. Uh, Frankie, Frankie, see, I have to st- I have to tell you, when Lilligren fired that puck and it cleared the zone, I thought, oh, no, this is a recipe for disaster, and they got out of that. And obviously, yep. it, it then went down the other end eventually and scored. Let's bring in George from Woodbridge. George, welcome. Your thoughts on, on the win tonight? Yes, guy. Yes, guy. <laughs> Actually, in, in Woodbridge, we go, yes, bro. Yeah. Listen, that's my years. thing I'm going to trademark I mean, that one Jimmy <laughs> I'm down telling my kids my 11 year old my 8 year old the, the city's just jumping uh, 19 years a long time guys yeah I, I, we honestly just can't believe I mean I'm, in, I'm still in the I'm, I know it's the first round we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves but it's a big accomplishment I mean like this team in, in, in my eyes and a lot of people's eyes they got a little bit of a different a different feel to them. I think they're starting to wake up and realize how to play playoff hockey. They're gritty. They're determined. And I just think that they, we, we just got a different vibe to us. And let me tell you something. I don't even want Florida. I want Boston. I want revenge. That's right. Yeah. I don't even want to see Florida. I'll take them, but I want Boston. I, I think this time around, I think they're going to do it. Now, whatever well, happens in the semis is a different story, but I really think this time around, we're going to get past this hump. And how many friends do you have that are Boston Bruins fans that have been giving it to you over the years because the, the Leafs can't get past the first round? Now it's your opportunity to get some revenge on them. We don't roll with uh, Bruins fans. Absolutely none. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> the Woodbridge that's, code guy. That's right. That's right. I know too many Bruins fans in Woodbridge and too many Habs fans in Woodbridge. What's the scene like downtown? Are, are people kind of rolling in the streets, everyone having a good time? A lot, a lot of honking, a lot of people happy. Look, it's like, this is a long time coming, and I think a lot of people just felt like a huge monkey off their back. I think we're ready to move on. I think whoever we meet, but again, in my opinion, if we meet up with Boston, I really, I want, I want this time to be. I think it's going to be different. I think a lot of people want revenge. You know, that's just the way I look at it. I, I don't want to go down. 
go down with uh, Boston thinking that they got one up on us. I really want to take them out. George, really appreciate that. Thanks for calling. Yeah, you, you guys. Take care. Okay, that's George from Woodbridge. And you notice the Woodbridge code there. He said, they say yes, bro. So, I mean, that's yes, respect bro. for me. I, I, re I really appreciate that. Well, they came up with their own. I, I like that. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, I don't know if you know this, but if you if you live in Woodbridge, if you grow up in Woodbridge, you have to say bro every third or fourth word or they kick you right out. Good. See, there it is. It's original, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> One more call. Let's get James from Medicine Hat. James, welcome. What are your thoughts? Fellas, they did it. They, they did, it. did it. They did it. Can you believe they did it? I mean, it kind of takes me back to when Hazy was talking about uh, when they won the Matthews draft. They did it. They came back in that uh, the 3-1 lead against Tampa. They did it. And it felt like it just during the overtime, it was going both ways. And, I yeah. mean, who else but John Tavares? I think yeah, it's I... so fitting that Tavares gets it. Like, he was a guy who took a lot of heat last year for his game and uh, maybe not living up to his contract. But I'll tell you what, I don't care how much you pay this guy. He scores the game-winning goal to send your team to the second round after all they've been through. I think that's worth every penny. I don't know about you guys. Who do you, Whose reaction was better, Dubis or Keith's? I mean, Keith's got them. He's no uh, uh, Al's brother with the vertical, but he's got a good jump. You know what that reaction is? That reaction is two guys that are going to keep their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how high you can jump and you don't have a 10-pound weight on your back. <laughs> no, it's great. It's a, It's been a series of uh, the exorcisms going away, and, I mean, it has to be Boston, like Buddy from Woodbridge is saying it. It has to be the yeah. Bruins. You have to slay the Dragons. Bring them on. Yeah. James, thanks very much. Appreciate your call. Thanks, fellas. All right, uh, so I want to thank everybody for calling in. We really appreciate that. It's thanks been years since in. we've Jimmy, done that. Th thanks for yeah. opening the phone lines. That was awesome. We should do that all the time. Well, you, you want to do it after a series win, guys, so we've been waiting 19 years. We save it for special occasions. Yeah, yeah, you don't want it after a loss. I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. You're going to get history lesson after history lesson, and now that's all in the past. We don't care about that anymore. Yeah. Wow, that's just uh, that, that's an inspirational win, and I like what you said about Tavares. I mean, this is a um, a landmark for the franchise for 19 years, and the captain, a local guy, scores the winning goal and, and just ends a lot of anxiety with that goal, doesn't he? He does, and do the history lesson, because you love talking about the history lesson. A year before they tried to get Tavares, they tried to get Stamkos to come home. They weren't successful, but finally they had a premier player in the league, an unrestricted free agent from Toronto, born and bred, who wanted to come home and actually took less money to play for the Leafs, if you can believe it or not. And this whole thing of not getting out of the first round, he's been the centerpiece of that because he's the captain, because he makes as much money as he does make, and he's the guy that scores the game-winning goal in overtime on the road to send this team to the second round. And I know we were talking about our picks. Like I thought Austin Matthews was the guy. If there's a guy who is a close second for me, it's John Tavares. Like he, He's been yeah. through a lot with this team, and um, he's the captain for a reason. And I think him scoring that goal like at this point justifies the contract and and anything any kind of criticism about him yeah we've got some post-game sound coming up next this is leafs game night on tsn 1050 and the leafs radio network 
Leafs game night. Jim Taddy and Frank Corrado with you. The celebration continues. The Leafs get through the first round. 4-2 the series win for the Leafs. 2-1 the game six score in overtime thanks to John Tavares ending things. And just a, like a grueling performance by both teams. No question about that. So the obligatory question after you win a series is how you feel. And here's Mitch Marner with that one. Yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, it feels good. Um, you know, obviously we worked for this all year long. Um, you know, just wasn't uh, an easy win in any any terms, and you know, a greasy one to win it. Uh, you know, Leaf fan growing up, what is this? What are the emotions like in that in that moment when the puck crosses the line? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, you know, obviously uh, I had a pretty good sight at that the whole time, and then you know, the whole celebration, I was kind of right in front of Johnny, and you know, both kids that grew up in this area and want to do something special for this team. So, um, you know, a special moment, but you know, can't be satisfied. There's a lot more things. Uh, to head and you got to be ready for it. But to see John be the guy to do it, what does that mean to this group? Uh, it's great. Uh, it's a hell of a play. You know, it's a hell of a shift there, really, by him and I's, and um, great change by the line before us, and um, you know, just controlling the puck like he always does so well with uh, with guys on him, and you know, just getting that towards the net. You never know what's going to happen. So, um, you know, obviously lucky bounce, but at the same time, you know, that's something we try and practice, and um, lucky enough it worked. How many guys have been knocking on the door for a while, Mitch? Go ahead. Looking back at the series, what do you think was the difference to get over the hump to find your way through? I don't know, man. We just kept believing in our, our, our group here. Um, didn't listen to anything outside and um, knew we had the potential to do something special and um, just wanted to make sure every day that we were trying to accomplish that. So, um, you know, regardless of what happened there in the third, um, you know, we just kept to our game plan, kept uh, to our strengths and, you know, just believed. In terms, of, in terms of all the emotions, how much is, of it is relief to just finally get this get this done and you can move on? Yeah, it's uh, you know it's a little bit of relief for sure, um, just to be able to get that done. But like I said, uh, you know, got to make sure we're ready because uh, it just gets harder and harder. Well, true that, right? It does get harder and harder, but, you know, you've got that reference point of, of understanding how de- deep you have to dig. Tavares gets the overtime winner, 436. Nyes gets the primary assist, and Morgan Riley, the second assist. And, you know, the Nyes performance tonight, again, something to be happy about. Absolutely. He was on the ice for all three overtime winners for the Leafs in this series, and he was impressive again tonight. But the play he makes on the John Tavares goal to get in on that puck, um, quick little tap to Tavares, wins a battle. Like, he was impressive, and he's exceeded my expectations. I don't want to speak for you, but I I imagine he's exceeded your expectations as well. I just like, you know, for a kid to come out of NCAA hockey, step into a, a playoff situation and get better by the game. Now, he's not perfect. He makes mistakes, as, as everybody does. But you see him dig a little deeper. He's, I mean, there's there's grit in this guy's game. Aside he doesn't from give the up on anything. Set. No, it doesn't. No. It, like, it doesn't matter the situation, whether he's back-checking. There was one time where he was back-checking tonight, and he's trying to lift. I think it was Hedman. He's trying to lift Hedman's stick, and he keeps going at him. And at him, I'm thinking, man, careful. Like, don't take a high-sticking penalty here. They're looking for that. But that's the kind of – this guy's got a dog-on-a-bone attitude, and it doesn't matter what zone he's playing in, whether it's the defensive zone, offensive zone, neutral zone. And I know – there was a little like a little bit of a blunder, if you want to call it that, on the Stamkos goal, where he doesn't make the best play on the wall. Well, two shifts later, he makes he's put in that exact same situation, and he makes that play. Like he makes the play right onto the tape of Austin Matthews, and they're out out of their zone. And I think that's so important for a young player to 
forget about what just happened before. You learn from it, but you go make that play. You're not afraid. He didn't think he had to just chop it up the boards or eat it in his feet. He made the play to the middle of the ice, and that just exudes confidence. And I think that's what we saw from him throughout this whole series. A confidence player, a player who's willing to make a play, and a player who's not afraid uh, of what could go wrong because he's thinking of what can go right. Well, we're getting all kinds of reports that downtown Toronto's electric. That's the TSN uh, Twitter account saying that. So, uh, you know, be careful out there. Uh, I just want to add to that. I mean, I think he's fearless. And, and, and you know, you're talking about, uh, the, you know, the play uh, a shift later. Well, that's because the coaching staff believes in him and put him in that position. You know, in another situation, may have been benched or, or you know, moved around. But the, the coaching staff believed in him, and, and rightfully so. Well, th- that's the thing with a young player. If, if a young player makes one mistake and it ends up in the back of the net, it's up to the coach to empower that player and say, hold on, we think you can play. You've shown us you can play. You go out there and show us you can make that play again and make it the right way. And sure enough, he does that. But, I, I mean, if you're going to go through every play that Matthew Nice had in this series, we're talking about, I don't know, 85 90% being high-quality positive plays like that that's that's how well this kid played he was he was exceptional and I just keep coming back to the fact that he's able to create room for himself he's able to work through contact he's able to retrieve pucks and like he gets under checks he he finds ways to spin off guys it's such an important piece to have especially in the offensive zone where as you know you just watch this Tampa Bay team. They limit your time and space with the best of them, and he's one of those guys that really worked to create a little more time and space, and you can see the players who played with him certainly benefited from that. Well, like everybody's on a high here. There's no question about it. I mean, something that happens for the first time in, in 19 years erases a lot of pain. So in that respect, uh, you know, you talked about Tavares. Um, I don't think anybody cares about when anybody gets paid at this particular point, which is a narrative that should have left uh, this hockey team a long time ago, but it does tonight because they've achieved it. And that's really, you know, my theory on a lot of things is uh, you win because things work out a certain way and there's no judgment. People get happy about it. When they don't work out, there's too much judgment. So, you know, I, I go back to the Raptors year when they won. Everything at the right time worked out for them. I don't know if that happens here, but it has in the first round. And and this is you know this is sort of how you accept things: is it worked out? It didn't work out. That's it. There's no villains really. And and in this particular case, there's a hero. That that's my attitude on it. Well, that's exactly right. Like, w- watch Tampa Bay the last three years. You don't think they got a call go they, their way or a bounce go their way or won a game where they maybe didn't deserve to win the game, but that's hockey. And at the end of the day, you're not as good as you think you are when you win. You're not as bad as you think you are when you when you lose. You're somewhere in between. And for Toronto, there's been a lot of losing in these crucial games, these game-clinching, series-clinching games. And to finally get one tonight is just going to be such a relief for these guys to know that they've slayed that, they've got gotten through it, and now it seems like, yes, the hard work still remains. There's a long way to go, but the mental hurdle that you would have had, the thing that you were so programmed to do is losing the first round, and for that to be out of the way, 
I don't want to say you're playing with house money because that seems like a cliche, but you're playing free. You're playing with a freedom now that you didn't necessarily have in the first round. That pressure that you had where it, you must win, it's a must-win situation because coach's job is on the line, GM's job on the line, who knows about the future of the team. Like That is all gone, and now you can just worry about playing hockey, which I think is such an empowering feeling for this group. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a big fan of the 4-7 playoff format. I think it's the fairest thing there is. I've watched it all my life, and, and having said that, I'm going to say, uh, if you could show me a team that could win three overtime wins on the road in a series, I know, and I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I know that that story does not end in two weeks. I can no. guarantee you that. No, that's a resilient group. And, you know, I, th- I think some of the comments coming out of Tampa Bay is that, like, you know, they, they thought they were good enough to win the series. That's what the Leafs have said in the past. They, they thought they were good enough to win series. And the difference is the Leafs were really resilient this year. And we talk about the pushback all the time, and Sheldon Keefe talked about that. But that really was the case. Anytime Tampa Bay found a way to get some momentum and, and change the tide in a game, the Leafs did a way better job of managing it. And it's been a long time coming. Like, there, they've been a lot of series where that wasn't the case. And if you want to call it the maturity of the group, absolutely. The, the players that they've brought in, like, you go through the list of guys that they brought in. I thought Luke Shen was an absolute beast in this series, and especially yeah. tonight. Like, he was, he did such a job in front of the net, and Ilya Samsonov was exceptional. And a lot of that had to do with Luke Shen clearing pucks and bodies from the front of the net and, and being that physical force, not to mention, you know, Ryan O'Reilly, what he brought to the table, and, and Nolachari. It just seems like Nolachari wins every battle. He comes up with so many loose pucks, and those are the small things that really add up at the end of the day. Yeah, it's uh, it's just a remarkable thing. And, and, you know, as far as being good enough to win, the Leafs were good enough to win last year and the year before. They just didn't. It didn't happen. It's not about no, that's being good exactly enough. exactly it. It's about getting the job done, right? No, that's exactly it. Like, Tampa Bay, that's a team that, that they just play to win the game. There, there's no frills about it. And the Toronto Maple Leafs played to win the game. That's that's the bottom line, and they found a way to do it, and they deserved it. You can't win three games on the road, three games in overtime, and have anyone tell you you didn't deserve to win a series. The Leafs absolutely deserved to win this series. They were resilient. They fought hard right till the end. They blocked shots. They competed. Um, that, that's a big moment for this team, for this core, and this franchise. Frankie C., take the rest of the night off. Thanks, Jimmy. See you, buddy. This is, yes, this is Leafs Game Night at TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network.